0: Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard I'm a real go a put Columbia on the map If you think I'm playing, yeah you think I'm playing Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street What's going on everybody, this is the Tribe 44 Podcast presented to you by United Citizens Bank of Southern Kentucky it's a bank to come home to because it's locally owned and operated. UCB provides the best in customer-first care in the County, United Citizens Bank. We do it all right here. For the show's intents and purposes, I'm your host and former United Citizens Bank employee, Will Rich. And I'm joined yet again tonight by the UCB Player of the Year, Clay Turner. Clay, how are you? I'm doing great, Will. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully. How does it feel now to be in your current role as employee of the year now for a week feels about as good as it did before just great okay well
1: (laughs) i hope you got that check in the mail yeah i uh i have it but that's okay it's coming it's kind of of like the the things when i'm at youth and i say i have a game like where we win i'm like you win the satisfaction of knowing you're
0: a winner well clay let's go ahead and dive straight into this first segment it's brought to you by downey eye clinic Downey has been the leader of optometry services in Dare County since 1981. They're committed to providing the best personalized eye care possible for the people of Columbia. Well, Clay, have you got any updates on the situation with the cell phone in your front yard?
1: I do not. Nothing was ever happened. So I just threw it away and that was that.
0: So you did throw it away?
1: Yep, I did throw it away. Nobody No police contacted you or anything like that? not yet which they could be telling me and i do not know about
0: it so 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 seth has delivered your wedding gift for those of you that don't remember clay is getting married and so seth delivered you your wedding gift from your groomsmen and some of the other guys in your wedding party so you enjoyed that so far
1: uh yeah i really have enjoyed it and uh you know one day i have a phone in my Driveway, and then the next day I have a 65 inch TV in my driveway. Well, Seth so, said
0: he was just going to leave it there. Did he leave it there? It
1: was there. Now Seth was like, I'm not going to disclose Somewhere too close. Much about Yeah, but yeah, Seth was parked where I could see him. So like, it's not like I just went home and there's a 65 inch. Now I will say that would have been extremely confusing if I would have just went home and there's a 65 inch TV in
0: my. So that leads us to our next sponsor. Our our next segment is brought to you by Clay's Technology Disposal. You have anything that you need to get rid of? You have an old cell phone? You got a 65-inch TV? You got an old, I don't know, adding machine? Just go dump it in Clay's yard. He'll dispose of it properly. So anybody and everybody with your old, worn-out technology, just drop it off on Clay's doorstep. He'll take care of it. All right, Clay. Why don't you go ahead and introduce our first guest or our only guest of this week. Today, we're going to be joined
1: by former girls basketball player, Miss Chelsea Beard. Now, Chelsea Carney. Chelsea, how are you doing tonight?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: Good, good. Chelsea, my first question for you is watching you play, toughness was the big thing. What do you think made you tough growing up or did you always have that?
2: Oh, gosh, I think I've. Probably always had that a little bit. Part of it being just, you know, growing up with my cousins and stuff, we were all mean. We just ran around together and beat everybody up, beat each other up. So, I mean, I kind of started out playing ball at Nifley Little League. If you knew anything about Nifley Little League, back in my day it was co-ed. So there was no separation between boys and girls. We all played together. So you kind of had to be tough to hang out around down there.
1: So y'all played co-ed like no matter the age?
2: Yeah, correct. Yes.
1: I could see how that would bring some uh, toughness to it. What age do you remember playing basketball to start out with?
2: Oh, gosh. I mean, I was little. Of course, you know, I started in my backyard. My dad had built an old wooden boggle for me with a metal rim. So that's what we shot on forever. And then starting out initially, I mean, you can start maybe what, first grade? And I mean, we were playing all up through there. And then, of course, you start playing at Nifley, which is considered preschool to eighth grade. So I started playing there. So I've, I've been playing forever.
0: Clay, it's a rare moment we we have all the county schools represented here. <laughs> we do, I think. I, Parksville here. Shepherd, and I went to you, Shepherd. Chelsea Nifley. With the county school thing, Chelsea you can feel our pain when we talk about this, playing at that V F W building or playing at that uh, firehouse. You yes. couldn't wear your good shoes when you went to play <laughs> at Nifley, could you? That paint just came off every time.
2: You could not. It was filthy. And also, I remember it rains the slightest. Your game's getting canceled because if you remember that far right corner – it would just come flooding just in there. Comes,
0: it would <laughs> soak it. Yeah, and, absolutely. And the
2: condensation from that concrete floor, I mean, you would just go flying. you take off and you would, it was like a slip and slide the entire game.
0: Well, if you're playing at Nifley or, I mean, or Shepard, either one really, but mostly Nifley. It's going to make you tough, regardless, because if you were to if you get a hard foul and you hit the ground, that's a concussion. It's going to happen with the oh, concrete absolutely. floors and with the and Oh Shepherd and Niffly, their gyms were made almost identical. So if you got fouled pretty hard, you were hitting the stage. Yes. <laughs> so, so that's always always fun. It was
2: It wasn't made for the faint of heart. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> no, no, it definitely would. Chelsea, were you always like the tall kid? In class, like like even growing up, I was not.
2: Up? No, I remember one summer I grew five inches, and it was literally over the summer I just shot up. My mom's average height for a female, and my dad's around six two, but it's literally like I woke up one morning and I was around six two. <laughs>
1: she and woke up. Yes,
2: there's something in this water out here. I believe. Yeah.
1: that's <laughs> I would say your brother must not have drank that water because he didn't get that six two.
2: He didn't. He's still waiting for his. Actually, yeah,
1: that's me and him both. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about you know being tall. One thing about you, which of course my dad coached, so I've seen you play thousands and thousands of times. You, even though you were someone who played inside, you was almost like a point center because the way the offense ran, they would pass to you kind of the free throw line and a lot of Mm -hmm. backdoor cuts, passing cuts. Did you like trying to score, or did you like trying to pass a lot?
2: Honestly, it was never my first main goal to have any points. I could have cared less if I had any points any game I played at. My biggest thing would be rebounding and assists, because I don't know if you remember, but 99% of the time, I took the ball out, gave it to the point, and then I would be at the top of the key, they give it to me, I throw it, and then just dive straight inside from the yep. free throw to the base. And that was my M.O. the entire time.
1: And I know even on press, press is a lot, you inbounded it.
2: Yes, and you I have, did. I just think the height. Yeah, yeah, the height is what helped us out there.
1: Chelsea, when it comes to, to your toughness, my dad I talked to him and asked him any stories he had. <laughs> and he said oh, the, no. the one thing he always remembers is – there was a game that you broke something in your hand, a finger or something. (laughs) And he said you Uh broke it in like the start of the second quarter and you played Mm -hmm. the entire game and you got a double-double. Do you remember that? I
2: I did. That was at Green County, actually. I was running back to the opposite end. The court fell backwards and landed on my right wrist. And as soon as I landed, I made direct eye contact with Coach Thrasher and I looked, and I was like, it's broke. And I remember going to the sideline, and I was telling Amanda, just pop it, it's fine, pop it. She wouldn't pop it. So I got mad. And usually when I get mad, I'm done. And I, I guess adrenaline. But I continue to play the entire game. And it was, I think, one of the best games I ever had. Go figure.
1: I remember him saying you had a really good game. You had a, a double-double or so. Yes. When it comes to that, you know how many games you missed?
2: Not many. I think I was just out m- – maybe three weeks. Honestly, it was a hairline fracture. So it wasn't anything crazy. I had to be put in a cast. But I remember coming back with the cast and coach turned to me like, you know, this doesn't affect your legs, right? I'm like, yeah, So I would be up top going around the track while everybody else was practicing. So
1: Chelsea, one thing that definitely later on in your career, you became an excellent free throw shooter. Was that something that you always was really good at? Or was it something that you had to really work on?
2: You know, I remember working on it at a young age. I don't know if you guys remember Coach Miller. He's the coach at Cumberland County and then coached at Pulaski for a while.
1: Yeah, and AD or one of the Pulaski schools.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes. Actually, my coach, Relifer, that coach at Nippley, he brought him in and he kind of mentored me a little bit and he altered my free throw shot. So I give him complete credit because I would never have been able to throw it in the bucket if it wasn't for him. And on, you're going to laugh, but honestly, just Playing with the people I played with, certain ones were not the best free-throw shooters, so I felt kind of
1: – Are you calling out McKenzie right now?
2: I am specifically <laughs> calling out McKenzie Martin right now. And I just felt like a point had to be proven, like, we can hit free-throws. We're big girls. This is what we're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, it's called free for a reason, right?
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: I think Chelsea might
0: be my favorite guest we've had so far, Clay. Because. <laughs> For calling out Mackenzie? You got to call out Mackenzie every now and then, yeah. Like hey,
2: her. she has to be humbled every once in a while.
0: And that's a difficult task, really.
2: It is a very difficult task. <laughs> and I, I make it my life's work, to be completely honest.
0: <laughs> Chelsea, you talking
1: about high school – what's your favorite high school memory that you have of playing basketball?
2: Definitely would be my senior year when we beat Nelson County, 100%.
1: Was that with Drake –
2: Yes, that was with Samantha Drake. And a lot of people don't know this, but with Coach Turner, Nelson County was always our Kentucky. We always wanted to beat them. We always wanted to have the best game when we played them. Every year we fell short. In my senior year, I was like, this is going to be the year. We're going to do it. And I felt like that was the best gift I could have gave to Coach Turner.
1: Chelsea, what's your favorite rivalry that you played in high school? I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but I wanted to –
2: My favorite rivalry? Yeah. Obvious first choice that everyone would say would have to be Taylor, just because I mean, Dare County Taylor is just synonymous when it comes with a robbery. But secretively, it was the Nelson County.
1: Now, tell me this: I've heard that you was never a big Clare County fan, to say the least. Correct. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you hate Taylor County, or we'll say dislike, but, since you're not supposed to hate?
2: We are not supposed to hate dislike. If we're talking back in 2010. We're talking about a 9.7. It <laughs> is up there. <laughs> That's pretty and it's good. Not so much, and it wasn't so much who we played, but certain fans that you knew were always going to be there and you always wanted to press their buttons a little bit. I got Because I nine. completely, I fed off of that. If you're mad and you're upset and it's, oh, that just put me right in the place. I was ready to go.
1: Chelsea, in one thing watching you, something I've never seen you do. It's throwing elbow. You never threw an elbow, right?
2: Oh, never once in my never. life.
1: I actually think you got a technical one time throwing an elbow. Am I right?
2: I I think you are correct.
1: I think I think you did. <laughs> just one. Hey, just one.
2: Just one. Who's counting? I mean, in the greater scheme of things, that's just a drop in the bucket.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, Chelsea, tell us a little bit about playing for Coach Turner. Uh, he seems like he's a very calm, cool, and collected guy. Is he always like that? Of course, I could ask Clay, but I don't want to ask Clay. I want to ask you. So is he always like that? Does he get, does he get his feathers ruffled easily? Or just tell us some well, good James Turner stories.
2: Here's the thing with Coach Turner. I have a special place in my heart for him. He tries to be a comedian to a room full of high school girls who, let's be honest, we're never in a good mood. We're always mad about something. I felt obligated to be his hype man and to give him a laugh once in a while because no one else is going to. So when he would try to make you laugh, but then you go in at halftime, let's say it's not the best game, and he decides maybe to throw a marker board and a dry erase marker goes flying, it's just really hard to take him serious after his stand-up comedy performance in the first half.
0: We talked to Katie Count, Katie Keltner. And uh, Mm -hmm. she said that that was your job was to let everybody else know when it was time to, time to laugh.
2: I kind of, I was the person with the little applause sign whenever he was done. Yeah. I was like, come (laughs) come on, it's time. He's wanting it. Let's give it to him.
1: So you're basically the person, you know, all those nineties comedies that clicks on the laugh, the laugh sound.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. I was his biggest fan. I love Coach Turner. I just, I thought he was, I honestly thought he was hilarious just for the effort he put in. And I know he could always tell me to laugh. Everybody else, not so
0: much. How difficult was it for you to adjust? You know, you said you shot up in height. And so then you get to high school and you're the focal point of an offense and you have to play a point center, really. And that's not really something that is normal. Was that an adjustment for you? Did you thrive in that?
2: No, you know, I really think I thrived in it just because I'm not the fastest person, but just I'm really quick with being able to throw the ball and cut. Really easy, just find the open spot. So that was super easy for me. I think the hardest adjustment would be coming from Nifley to where I had never played with anyone before. They didn't know me. So it was kind of a needed to prove myself type of situation. I think that was probably the hardest part of all of it.
0: Chelsea, There's not many basketball players that have actually done that successfully.
1: Really? Yeah. You know, I, I, I was. yeah. I was telling my dad, Chelsea, do you watch the NBA? Yes. Okay, do you know who Nicole Jokic is? Yes. I told my dad, girls basketball, to me, you kind of played like him And the fact of you two aren't the fastest, but what you do well is kind of create offense, even though you're a post player vibe. You're passing, you can shoot the mid-range, because, like, really, your best shot offensively was, like, the little 12- to 15-footer. You're, like, you almost never never miss that. And right. your backdoor cut, passing, and like him, he kind of creates the offense like that. So I'll, I told him, you know, that was my comparison for you is – you know, and obviously you're not from Serbia. Nifli. Nif- <laughs> I will say this.
2: I mean, close. how different are they? How I different can't, will say
1: be, this?
0: can't be that a Little,
1: A little off topic, <laughs> but if you had a Nifli versus Serbia, like, pick the top ten people, that would be, you know, I feel like you can make some money if you just broadcasted a Serbia versus I mean, especially Nifli-like. if we have are it we at talking?
2: the fire department.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> I'm just picturing uh, Jokic's brothers. Those big brothers he has, yeah. (laughs) Everybody in Nifley just going at it. Yeah, KBR versus the Jokic brothers. (laughs) Listen,
2: they come out of the woodwork for that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They would.
1: Chelsea, you talked about Amanda, you know, was an assistant when you played. What was her nickname for you? Because I know Amanda's famous for her nicknames.
2: Well, here's the thing Amanda and I, starting out, I wasn't the biggest fan of her. I don't think she was the biggest fan of me. It oh. was, You know, the <laughs> dynasty, Amanda's dynasty. And that's all you ever hear about.
0: Oh, the little, oh, literally.
2: The chosen, the chosen dynasty.
0: I thank thank you was, Oh, Thank you, Chelsea. He,
2: she, she played for Amanda. It, and I think, you know, I think. That wasn't right there. It was a little fishy. Whatever. Think, <laughs>
0: there,
1: there may need to be a 30 for 30 on how she got those teams, and we try to find the I agree completely.
0: If you tried that today, there would be mutiny.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. But coming into it, like I said, no one really knew who I was, and I was completely fine with that. That didn't bother me at all. So going into town and playing, and then when Amanda come on and started coaching, she didn't know how to take me, and I didn't know how to take her. But then it evolved to where I, I don't know who gave her any more crap than I did. We're just constantly just going back at each other. And I just, I love Amanda. After getting to know her and her knowing how to, like, take me and my humor, we just hit it off. And, but I'm not sure she ever gave me a nickname, so I missed out on that one.
1: You did miss out on that one. You know, you talked about your humor. I feel like you had some. Uh, what's Who's the funniest teammate you think you played with?
2: I don't know. I most of the time, if we're laughing, it was probably me and Katie or me and Haley. Wheat—that's who I usually remember. Kenzie was—you know—she's was a stick in the mud. She's got to be too serious.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, as a as a distributor in the offense, who is one person and I know you were a rebounder as well? Probably, if not the one of the best rebounders we've ever had Yeah, I, don't, uh,
1: I think who was so. one
0: person that if you kicked it out you didn't feel like you really needed to go rebound like when you kicked it to him, you thought well that's, that's either going to go in or it's going to be so bad that I don't even have to worry about it
2: <laughs> uh, if it's going to go in mine was to Katie all the time um, and we're talking around the three range and honestly rebound it and just quit passing that was all Kenzie for me she became my shadow, and it was just like she knew where I was going to be. I knew where she was going to move to. And I, we worked so well together, and it, it was just came kind of second nature. We just never had to think about it.
1: I could be wrong, but didn't you have a 20-rebound game at once, at least like maybe like 21 or 22?
2: Yes, I believe so.
1: I think you had like 16 points and like 22 rebounds one game. And I think for a, one year you averaged like 12 or 13 rebounds and, you know, 14 points or something like that. So, yeah, Chelsea yeah. was an excellent rebounder, even if you was on your tippy-toes, but you was an excellent <laughs> rebounder.
2: That's just the edge I needed.
1: It was. <laughs> now, tell everybody what you're doing now.
2: What I'm doing now, I'm raising an almost three-year-old. While wow, you might hear Mickey Mouse in the background and a little bit of yelling every once in a while. I work at Taylor Regional Hospital in Camelsville, and I ended up marrying Zach Carney from Russell County. He also played basketball for them, so just living the dream.
1: I was going to ask you, have you guys ever played one on one or anything like competitive horse or?
2: We have, and it never ends well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, do you mean never ends well on the scoreboard or like blood or how? Have...
2: I'm not, I wouldn't sound that competitive.
1: No,
2: but it's that's just...
0: a lie. <laughs> I, I, that's a, when I'll you marry,
2: when you marry a Russell County Laker and you're an Indian, there's always I love you, but there's that little bit of hate still in there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hmm, okay.
1: I will give you this. Not many people admit that they actually hate
0: some of the, you know, a part of their husband. Right. <laughs> I feel his pain. I, I actually hear that often. There's just part of mm-hmm. me that Samantha hates. So I think that's normal. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, we made so, it this far. I think we'll be okay.
0: So, working at Taylor County Hospital, do any if any of those you know fans or parents that got you all riled up or that you like to get riled up in high school, they come in and they've got like a fish hook in their eye. <laughs> do you like say it's gonna? I can't really help you or,
2: uh, or- honestly, it it gets really awkward. Um, of course, <laughs> with the mask, I love the mask because I can hide behind it. So, but I've had. So Many people, it's like you look so familiar, and I'm just like, Oh,
0: yeah,
2: I'm I'm a completely different person off the court than I was on. It was never anything personal, it was just I was there to do my job and I was serious about it. So, there's been one I've had a couple people that's like, No, I know you, and it's like, Oh, let me just go ahead and apologize really quick.
1: (laughs) How tall is Zach? He's six seven, right? Or is he six eight? Yeah, yeah. So of course you're to you know, and I've seen pictures of your little boy, and which I mean he's obviously young, but he's also not very little for his age. No. But here's the it's question. Be a big to, one. Is it gonna be a Rust County Laker or is it gonna be an Adair County Indian?
2: It depends on who you ask. <laughs> okay.
1: So so <laughs> I still could be determined.
2: I know there's been some early recruitment from Nick Fudge and Chris huh. Lewis. They've been calling us. So you know me. we've we've been in contact with them. Not heard much on the side of the Russell County. we still got some time, but we're being pursued pretty hard by a dare
1: They've
0: been working on that team <laughs> since before their kids were born.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: They've been working hard on it. Chelsea, what what's one thing people probably don't know about you that you really enjoy, like a, a hidden thing that you really like but not many people would know about you?
2: I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Huge. Okay. Oh, Clay.
1: Well, okay. Oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Have you ever done the house
2: test? I have.
0: Oh, okay. So which one are
2: you? It it fits with my persona when I play ball. I'm a Uh, Slytherin, and I'm completely fine with that.
0: I would be good with that. I'm disappointed in mine. Me and Clay and Seth, all three got Ravenclaw. Yeah, we're a Ravenclaw podcast, apparently. Well,
2: well, at least it could be worse. It could be Hufflepuff.
0: Well, yeah, that was our friend Zach. Yeah, our friend Zach (laughs) is Hufflepuff, (laughs) But, see, Clay, I did some, I've done some reading on this, and I, Seth is a Ravenclaw, for sure. Right. But, Clay, you and I are not. Like, we're talking, like, really smart people. Yeah, I'm not very smart, <laughs> but I don't know how I We are not. Seth, yes. Seth is a Ravenclaw. I don't think there's any de- denying that. I feel uh, like I have no Slytherin in me, though. Like Samantha's that. a Slytherin. She's oh, Samantha. never read any of the books, but she's Samantha, a Samantha's,
1: like, Voldemort's child.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. there's gonna be another book and it's a, it's Voldemort's child and it's just my wife being <laughs> from some sort of weird age
2: Chelsea oh, you, God.
0: you talked about liking Harry Potter then
1: you know you have a little child have you guys been to Disney World and been to Harry Potter World
2: we have not uh, I have I myself in Harry Potter World if I told you I cried, please don't make fun of me because it was the most magical day of my life in my twenties. Let's be honest.
1: Did you get a wand?
2: <laughs> my husband would not let me. Oh. oh. He said. He said we can't. Do, we can't. This is. This is. He went along just to appease me. He was. Uh, he had no interest in. He's a. He muggle. was like. I, <laughs> He's it, a muggle. Oh, absolutely. He's <laughs> the definition of a muggle. <laughs>
0: This is now twice late that this has turned into the Harry Potter, Harry Potter podcast. podcast yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think we need to start a fan club. Oh,
1: man. Go ahead. Last question I got for you. Out of yeah. all your teammates you ever played with, let's say you got – was in a wrestling ring, one person comes out. <laughs> Who is it? And if you want my answer, because I've watched it, I think it's you, and I don't even think it's close.
2: So, am I wrestling them? Are they my teammate? Are we tag teaming? No, or I'm it fighting is, them.
1: It is one it's everybody for themselves.
2: <laughs> oh man, with the metal cage and the metal chairs and all
1: everything.
2: But uh, <laughs> I was. It's just gonna have to be Kenzie. Let's be honest. That's my little sister. We just we've fought I don't know how many times already. It'd be entertaining at least. She's got a little slow in her older age, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you got her. I think you're
0: more tough. Oh, you're tough. Trust now, me. if you, if you allow and like chairs and stuff, Kenzie would spend most of her time, like, fashioning it into some sort of deadly weapon. So then there would be that, because she would find a way to cheat. Uh, 100%. She would try
2: to, yes.
0: Well, Chelsea, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us tonight. We like to get into a lot of nonsense. But we got you on here because you are – what we think of when we think of an Air County girls basketball, you are one of the top players that I remember ever watching. One of the best rebounders the schools ever seen, and Clay has and wanted I, to talk to you for like two years yeah, now.
1: So Chelsea was actually my favorite player I ever like. You know, everybody's got their favorite player they watch. Like, and of course, my dad coached all them years, so I seen. But Chelsea was actually my favorite player that I watched that he coached. So I mean, I know Chelsea will sleep better tonight knowing that. But you know, yeah, that, that's I a, will.
0: That's an exclusive list, and she's a Harry Potter fan, Clay. So oh, you, that's goes Yeah,
2: well, I think you're so far. Other than my mother, I think you're the only one on that list. So I appreciate having <laughs> <and> two fans. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> well, like I said, we do appreciate you being on. We we enjoy hearing from everybody that we've had on, but we we especially enjoyed hearing from you tonight. So we appreciate you, Chelsea. Thanks,
2: guys. I appreciate it. See
0: Thanks, you Chelsea. See ya. See
2: ya,
0: Clay. That was a really good interview with Chelsea. I think. She did a really good job, had a lot of good things to say. And I didn't know that your dad was such a comedian. Yeah, back then, my dad was all into that. He, uh, With him and Mark
1: Fudge, were always been big buddies. And a lot of people may not know, Mark's actually a comedian himself. And so uh, those two, I guess, you know, Sparksville class of 79 just produced a lot of comedians and coaches. Or I said Sparksville class of 79. They went to Sparksville and graduated high school in 79, so – for the fact checkers out there. So did he have like a joke book, you think? I don't no honestly most of the stuff. I remember one time which I actually really thought this was funny. He I would ask him who he has in class or something and somebody's brought up he said he's as athletic as a as a kitchen chair.
0: <laughs> all right. A kitchen chair. <laughs> so he didn't get that from a joke book. That was just natural. That was just all natural, yep. Man. To be to be that witty. Well, Clay, let's get into our next segment. This segment is brought to you by Jeffreys Hardware. Jeffreys is known to have what you need for your next project. Milwaukee Power Tools, Porter Paint, Rental Center, they've got it all. So go see the folks at Jeffreys Hardware, the friendly hardware store. Also, Bluegrass Retrievers. They breed AKC-registered silver Labrador retrievers. Contact Kyle Young at 270-634-8135 for more information and questions. Make sure to follow them on Facebook for updates on litters. We really did enjoy that conversation that we had with Chelsea. And I meant what I said, one of the best players that we've had come through here. And it is interesting, too, she made a good point that I hadn't thought of. There's not been a lot of – well, more in football than in basketball, but there's not been a lot of basketball players to come from those county schools and and have a successful career as what she had, has there?
1: No, there hasn't. And said Chelsea did have a really successful – I'm pretty sure she's a thousand point. I could be wrong with that, but I think she's a thousand point score. She didn't get a thousand rebounds, but I think she was close. said so she averaged, you know,
0: twelve or thirteen rebounds one year. Maybe, uh, maybe that's how our all time list should go. We need to make an all time county school team. Oh, that would be great. And see, one thing about Chelsea too is rare. She she led the, a couple of those teams in assists as the center, which doesn't happen much. So, if we did an all-time county school team, would it be what they did at the county schools or what they did at the high school level? Because I doubt there's any records of what they did at the Mm -hmm. county schools. Yeah, probably. I will say this. If you want to go, like, middle school
1: all-time teams, you know, yours truly may make a list. Now, if you want to go to a high school team, then, you know, I'm not in the top 1,000, but top middle school, you
0: know. Well, yeah, but you didn't play your middle school games. Really? At a county school, you did. I played against you once, Clay. Fifth did grade. Do we talk about it on the podcast? <laughs> Have we it talked was... about this before? I'm not sure. I, I had a
1: good statistical game. Now, a great, a great statistical game. I now, mean, did great. it matter? Because we lost. No, but it wasn't just that you lost, Clay. It was the manner in which you lost. Yeah, I, I, I'll go ahead and tell the story before you will. <laughs> We were down by two. I got fouled by Jordan Burton. I was a fifth grader playing on the seventh grade team, and down by two. I make the first,
0: miss the second one, drop to my knees, and just start crying. It was so, it was so sweet because at that time, that's when you didn't invite me to your 12th birthday party. <laughs> it was, it was karma with your curly hair and your mustache. Yeah, and you know that was
1: actually like Will said. I actually had a really good game that game too. So.
0: Oh, yeah. If we, it always seemed like we were scoring a lot more than what we actually probably were at that time. So you probably had like 18, 20 of your team's, what, 35 points? You might add more than that. You yeah. Might add you know. 25 or 30 of their 34. I like Sparks,
1: but we weren't the best. And like our eighth grade team, I was the starting point guard as a fifth grader, and I was not a point guard. But, you know, we tried, I guess. That's all, yeah. you know,
0: all you can ask for. I don't know a, a county a county school team would be really hard, but I think it's worth looking at. Chelsea's got to be top top of the list, especially if you look at high school production after they came from a county school. I just, I honestly, I can't think of one right now. I can't think of very many at all. Alex I, Bailey. I think Crystal Redmond was a. Uh, she's Shepherd. Was she Shepherd? Yes, yeah, she was Shepherd. Yeah. I think. And Crystal Redmond, which so it's a lot of so far list of female athletes. I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting list. I'd like to hear from people to let us know. Well, Clay, we touched on it a little bit before, I think, uh, but we've got some new RPI ratings coming out from KHSAA. They put this system out. And, Clay, can you kind of explain what that system actually is?
1: Basically, the best example I have is if you are a uh, college football fan, if you guys remember the BCS you know, championship game or whatever, they had the computer rankings. And the RPI basically does computer rankings. So it's basically based off your schedule, wins, losses, how good your schedule is. So it's it's basically all data. It's no person, like, putting something in. It's all computer. computer and it, if you play an
0: out-of-state team, it puts all out-of-state teams as, like, middle of the road. So it yeah, doesn't so, matter if you played the number one team in Tennessee and lost to them. It's so like, like losing two. Yeah. So, like, a good
1: example is Ballard, who is a top three team in the state, played IMG Academy, who is, like, a top five team in the nation. But RPI, they would be classified as just, like, an average team. So, you know, that obviously would hurt their RPI because they're actually playing the best team that anyone's played in the state.
0: So early in the season when these first come out, they're not really anything that you can look at. But as the season goes on, they do tend to – be a little bit more accurate as they you go. do so you the can more, kind of take them with a grain of salt but
1: the at, more data the more you
0: play the more yeah. data you get yeah. and the better the data becomes so early on when those ratings first came out we were considered to be the number two team in the region uh, which is you know at any point if you're the number two team in the region that's something to look at and that fifth region is wide open clay is it not
1: it is the top three are well really It kind of goes to the top two favorites. You got John Harden and Bargetown. And then you got below there, you probably got LaRue. But then after LaRue, you really kept E Town. You got us. You got Taylor. You got Central Harden. I mean, it's a a big gap. Washington County is upset sometimes. I mean, it's a really big gap.
0: And if you're within the top five in a region, you've got a shot. Because the two times that we've gone to state in the last 20 years, we weren't considered to be the favorites. Yeah. If you
1: can just be in that top three, top four range, like have a good draw, the team gets
0: upset and you never know. And what is the ranking system that you've mentioned to me before on what we need to really be looking at?
1: The Lincoln House rank.
0: It's It usually comes out later in the
1: year and, like, usually around state time, they'll actually do a, even a ranking for the state tournament, ranking the teams one through sixteen.
0: So that's all we got for the RPI talk. We need to start looking. I want to. I really want to hear from some people on some county school kids that were successful at the high school level. I, I I know there are some. I know that there were some great athletes coming out of those county schools. So we always want to hear from uh, you. Go ahead. Uh, actually,
1: which I, I feel like it was more of a thing. used to be like in the 80s, 70s, 90s as well. I could be wrong with that.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure it was, and that was – before our time sorry for the people that listen that are that thrive in that era but so i would like to hear from you on that so if you like the show have suggestions or just want to give us a shout out or want to tell us who are some of the most successful county school athletes we're on twitter at tribe 44 podcast on facebook and we have the mark fudge text machine at 302-924-2244 clay if you don't have anything else this has been the Tribe 44 Podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe on your preferred method of podcasting just to make sure you don't miss any of our content, and we will talk to y'all later. Let's go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go a put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing, because I'm going to go hard and I'm going to do it for my street. But you know what, Clay? Some of our favorite moments of our childhood were from me saying something that I shouldn't said. It brought a lot of entertainment. You know, you know, we always go back to,
1: you know, we talk about Mackenzie a lot in this podcast. But something you said at her house, you know, sometimes you just said things that what you were feeling and it provided a lot of entertainment.
0: And sometimes I said
1: things that if I ever ran for public office, I would never get it.